Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Crossan. This is episode 13. And you know what? It's not unlucky anymore because Taylor Swift changed that all around. The number 13 is now a lucky number because it's her favorite number. And I love Taylor and we're just going to go with it. Okay. Okay. I hope that you are doing great. I'm so happy that you are here again. It has been such an exciting journey. I have loved doing this podcasting. Seriously, like the most fun thing I have done in my professional life. So much fun. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the reviews on iTunes. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so I've been asking you guys to review on iTunes because if you listen on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, that's just a really important part of the process and it really helps um, It really helps your, your podcast be more successful by having great reviews. And oh my gosh, you guys have pulled through so much. I truly appreciate it. So the first thing I want to do today before we get into the show is do my iTunes review shout out for the week. So um, here we go. So this week's review comes from uh, Sabrina and it says, Brittany rocks. If you want actionable steps to be successful on social media, this is your podcast. She is real and authentic with how she approaches her audience's needs. Her energy is contagious and her intent is from the heart. She wants all of her listeners to be wildly successful. Thank you for the time and effort you put into this and always for sharing your heart. Oh my gosh. Seriously, like I could cry. Sabrina, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and as promised, I'm going to give you Sabrina's Instagram handle so that you can go find her because I'm telling you, whenever I do these shout outs, I'm also sharing your Instagram handle because you just might meet your new best friend in, as a fellow audience member of the social sunshine podcast. You never know. So you can find Sabrina on Instagram, <clears throat> which I follow her. I would highly suggest that you do as well. Um, it's at Sabrina.g.lewis. Okay. So go find Sabrina on Instagram. Tell her that you, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that you heard about her on uh, the Social Sunshine podcast. And uh, again, she just might be your new best friend. You never know. <laughs> okay, moving on to today's show. So today's show is really, really good. And the interview I have is not only amazing, but actually kind of long. So I'm going to really try to be quick here in my opening um, so that we can just move straight on to the interview. The interview is with Carly Zerker. She is... Um, well, she is a lot of amazing things. First of all, she is my friend. Um, we actually met in a Facebook group uh, and... And we just kind of became fast friends, especially through Instagram. We have a lot in common. We both love wine, both love wine so much. And that's amazing. But also, um, we're both uh, business owners and we both work with family. She owns a business with her mom and then she also owns another business with her husband. And I have worked with my dad and brother for years, as you probably know, if you've been listening to the show for a while. So, <clears throat> excuse me goodness gracious. Um, 
So we have all that in common and we have so much fun and we exchange ideas. Um, you know, she lives, she doesn't even live here. I'm in Texas and she's in Kansas. Um, but that's the beauty of social media and technology, right? It helps us stay connected with people all over the place. And we have fun brainstorming sessions sometimes at night, sometimes while we are both in our beds, sipping on red wine, just saying, but that's the best way to brainstorm, right? Um, so the, um, so the interview with, uh, Carly is going to be just so incredibly awesome because she is like, Pinterest queen. I'm not exaggerating. Homegirl, no, like, I don't know Jack about Pinterest. I don't. And she knows so much. And she says that everybody, every business owner should be using Pinterest. And I was like, even if, yep, even that, even this, yep, even that. And she explains it and she explains why. And she talks about Pinterest being a search engine, not a social media platform. Um, So technically it's there to help people find stuff right? Why wouldn't you want stuff listed there for your business, of course? So she really, really breaks it down. She makes it easy to understand. She talks about what she does and the huge success she's had with her um, her own business using Pinterest. And um, anyway, it's just going to be a great interview and that's coming up very soon. The, the only thing I'm going to chat about before the interview, like I said, I want to make this quick, is I want to give you because you know, if you follow me on social media, how much I love stories, <laughs> I'm obsessed. And <clears throat> I want to share with you some ideas for stories. So if you want to use the stories more often, which I highly suggest that you do, I mean, it's an, it's an amazing tool, right? Like, especially let's take Instagram, for example, you don't even have to post on Instagram every single day in your main feed. If you don't want to, if that doesn't suit your business or your style or your agenda, but if you are just staying present in your stories every single day, that right there gets you connected with your audience and it's easy and it's simple and it's fun. And it's a little bit more laid back than, you know, your regular, um, Instagram posts. Um, we also have stories on Facebook. Let's not discount Facebook. You guys, y'all know I am still a fan of Facebook and, um, I, I definitely think you should be using stories on Facebook as well. Um, that being said, I want to go ahead and give you four ideas, four great ideas for things that you can post in your stories. Okay. Excuse me. So the first one, y'all, I'm sorry about my throat today. The first one, the first idea for your stories is a day in the life. Okay. I have done this a lot of times and it's so fun. I just kind of commit and I say, okay, today is going to be a day in the life of Brittany and everybody's going to see every damn thing I do pretty much. (laughs) And that's a choice I make. And that's a choice you can make. If you want to have one day like that a week, if you want to have one day like that a month or just every once in a while, it is so fun. Audiences love behind the scenes. I mean, seriously, from back in like the VHS VCR days, didn't we love the like behind the scenes stuff? in the movie, like the, 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 the bloopers and the deleted scenes and the, how they made it and all that stuff. People love behind the scenes and they always have, and they're going to love seeing yours. So yes, this does require a bit of a commitment on that day. You're going to have to be willing to maybe not share everything you do. Just saying, but you know, most of what you do, how your day was spent and, um, and it's going to be a little extra work and stuff like that, it's, but it's eh, whatever. It's worth it. It's so fun. There, people, when they see behind the scenes and they see a day in your life, they're going to feel so incredibly connected to you. Um, the second idea for stories is um, products. Okay. So if you sell products, if you represent products, if you want to talk about products, um, 
then I really feel like stories is a good place if you want to share that sort of thing. Because in your main feed, while of course you can share about the products that you make or that you sell whenever you damn well please, I just always suggest making it to where your main feed of anything is not a billboard. It's not just like sales, 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 products, 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 you know, buy this, buy this, buy this. It's just not very interesting. Like bottom line, nobody really wants to like see that all the time. Right. But stories are quick. I mean, on, on Instagram, there are 15 seconds, right. And on Facebook, they're a little bit longer, 20, 24. Oh gosh, I've forgotten. Um, So it's a quick way to just mention. So say you do represent some products and you do sell some products. You would just be like, like, hey, just use my such and such. I love this stuff so much. Hope you're having a great day. You know, whatever. And it's quick and it's to the point and you're moving on. So that way you're still sprinkling in bits about your products and you're planting those seeds, but you're not going on and on and on about it in your main feed constantly. You really want that main feed of your social media to really more represent your brand as like you and not the things that you sell. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, The third idea uh, of things you can share in your stories is, and this is a really cool one because I've done it myself, is start some sort of tradition. So if you have been following me for a while, you know that for three or four years now, gosh, I can't believe it's been that long. I have been sharing in my stories, like fun, dancing, singing, lip syncing, all these things, right? And it's become this thing that people in my audience are accustomed to and they like, and it's fun. And sometimes they'll do it back and tag me. And it's just, it's great, right? It's, It's just because I have a Jingmin love for dancing and music and performing. So why not weave that in there? Right? So I've made it a tradition. I've, it's something that, that can be expected in my stories and you can do the same thing. It doesn't have to be dancing and, and lip syncing, of course. It could be whatever the hell you want it to be. Um, but you know, something something maybe um, like every morning, you know, you share your breakfast if you're a foodie, or every day you you talk about your workout and how it went, or every day you talk about like something with your job or your your kids, you know, like something that's kind of this tradition. So they know when they go to your stories, they can that's what they're gonna see. And it becomes something that they can rely on and it makes your brand even stronger. Okay. And then the fourth and final thing that I'm going to suggest today for things you can share in your stories are other people's posts. <laughs> okay. So this doesn't work if the person that posted has a private account on Instagram. It doesn't work um, or private really anywhere. Um, but you can share particularly on Instagram. It's really easy to do. You can share somebody else's post as a way to support them, as a way to um, just share something that they share that you happen to like, as a way to um, cheer them on, whatever you want to do, right? So say say somebody that you know on Instagram posts a photo where they just like, they just bought a house, let's say. This is just an example. Um, and you really care about that person. You're so excited for them, right? You want to like keep that relationship strong. Well, then you might share that post and say, congratulations, so-and-so, and you tag the person. I'm so happy you bought your house or whatever, right? You have you have strengthened that relationship with that person. You've shown your support. You have now told other people about that person, and they might want to follow that person. You see what I'm saying? Um, you can share, if somebody shares a motivational um, quote that you like, you can share that in your stories. Just sharing other people's posts um, 
is a really cool way to like network and have content for your stories simultaneously. Got it? Okay. That's my four ideas for things to share in your stories right now. I hope that it was super helpful for you. Uh, Again, I'm going to shut my mouth quickly because this interview is long and it's good. And man, you might even want to get out a pen and paper because Carly is bringing in the information. It's so good. You're going to learn about Pinterest. She talks about Etsy. She talks about being a small business owner. We, I mean, we talk about so much stuff. So get ready. Here we go. Interview with Carly and I will, uh, I'll see you after for the social spotlight. So I want to talk to you guys real quick about Canva. So look, most of us are not super expert graphic designers, but we need to be able to create social media posts and Facebook header images and YouTube thumbnail art and digital flyers and all these things. Canva is the way to do it. I genuinely am obsessed with Canva. I've been using it for a long time. I use it almost every single day, not only for my own business and for this podcast, but I also use it for my clients. It's absolutely amazing. It makes everything easy for you. You do not have to know how to work some sort of complicated, fancy software. It's so great. So here's the deal. The Canva Pro Plan, which is awesome, by the way, highly recommend, is only $9.95 a month, but you can try it for free for 30 days. And you can support the podcast by going to socialsunshinepodcast.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the Canva banner and sign up for the pro plan 30 day free trial. I hope you love it. Today's guest lives in Kansas with her husband, Nathan, and their sweet dog, Janie. She's the owner of CZ Invitations, LLC, which she owns with her mom. They make high-quality, handmade wedding invitations that they ship worldwide. She's also the co-owner and founder of Toucan, LLC, where they help creative entrepreneurs start and grow their businesses. And she's the host of the Tipsy Business Podcast, where she and her guests drink love it and talk about business. And if all that isn't enough, she's a certified magnetic coach, y'all. She's certified in NLP, EFT, life and success coaching, hypnosis, and time techniques. Holy crap. Oh, and a fun fact, she started her business, her first business in her closet when she was in elementary school where she made and sold jewelry and had jewelry parties with her friends. That's so cute. Welcome to the show, Carly Zerker. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I told you, I like a good intro like that. Wow. She's busy, y'all. Holy crap. How you doing? I'm good. Okay. Welcome to the show. So we met, um, well, actually, first of all, let me go ahead and say, speaking of your podcast and the intro, um, it's awesome. By the way, you guys, I have listened to uh, her podcast and I'm really, really liking it. I really liked it whenever your husband Nathan was on there with you. I kind of like, I feel like both of you guys have like a good voice. It sounded sounded good. Um, It makes me laugh obnoxiously, which is, (laughs) I guess, just what he does. So I'm always like self-conscious. That's why in the last episode, he was like, have you gotten feedback on your laugh? And I'm like, that's rude. (laughs) But I just, he just makes me laugh really hard. So I have to cut out like so much giggling, but um, yeah, he's, he's been a good addition to the podcast since he has his MBA. 
Oh my God. That's so funny that he asked about your laugh. I I actually, you know what though? He's not, it's a good point, which I haven't noticed by the way, anything about your laugh on your podcast. But I noticed at first when I started recording this podcast that I would laugh a whole lot of extra. I already laugh. It's just a part of my personality, like at myself, at somebody else. But like, I was laughing a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I need to like calm down Brittany with the laughing. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, Okay. And oh, and I'm going to be on the podcast. I'm going to be on Ellie's podcast. Yes. I'm so excited. So excited. So we'll keep all posted on that. So, okay. First, just um, even though I gave you this amazing intro, I want you to, in your own words, um, just kind of give the listeners an idea of your um, professional journey, like kind of maybe what, how, what inspired you to start and how you got into the coaching thing, you know, how that path went. Yeah, sure. So it's been just a wild ride and kind of a messy one at that. But um, I have my degree in entrepreneurship. So I always knew that I wanted to start a business. And then we, I got engaged and was looking for wedding invitations. And I was like, holy crap, these are so expensive. And so my mom and I were like, let's just make them. And so we made uh, my wedding invitations. And then that like almost immediately just turned into like a business. We were like, we could do this for less. We could, you know, sell these on Etsy. Um, and so we just started, we just started that. She, she emailed me one day and was like, do you like, let's start a business together basically, which I found hilarious. Cause like I was at her house every day and like text her and call her constantly, but she like sent a formal email and was like, let's start a business. <laughs> oh, so, uh, we started that in like 2014 or 15. Honestly, it's a blur. Um, and yeah, I guess doing all of that, I realized that I wanted to help other people start their business because I would get a lot of questions about, you know, oh, how did you do it? Like, what do you charge? What do you, you know, how do you start an Etsy? Um, And after doing that for free for a long time, honestly, I was just like, this is valuable information that I'm sick of giving away. Uh, So yeah, and I got really good at Pinterest. And so that's one of the things that I was like, okay, I know a lot and like, I can sell this information. So that's when I was like, I'm going to write an ebook and then that's how Toucan got started. I wrote my first ebook and I started doing kind of some like consulting for Pinterest. And that has slowly evolved into like full on business coaching. So I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of all like meshed together and been insane, but I don't know. Here I am. <laughs> Is it wild? Like, okay, how do I word this? Because Clearly you're, I mean, obviously you do, you know, so much stuff. You guys, she knows so much stuff about Pinterest. We're going to talk lots of Pinterest in a second, but what I'm wondering honestly is like when you start to make that transition or maybe it's gradual enough that it's not shocking, but I'm wondering how it feels when you start having people asking you for advice, whether they were paying you for the ebook you created or not, or it was before that, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that feel? Did it feel like a lot of pressure? Did it feel exciting, flattering, weird? Like what, what was that transition like? Yeah. All of the above. Like (laughs) it's weird. And then you, part of you thinks like, I'm not qualified, but like really the thing that qualifies you is deciding that you're qualified. And like, I do know a lot more than I would say almost anybody about Pinterest. You know more than the average bear. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's, it's okay for me to say that like, I am qualified. I do consider myself an expert, but that was like, almost just like a hard thing to wrap my head around, um, to know that people like did want my help and did want my advice. Cause 
I wasn't, I wasn't a coach before that. I wasn't doing these things. And so it was like, oh, uh, you should go, you know, talk to this person. They know more than me when really they don't, they're just out there doing it. Like, it's really just, you just start doing it and then figure it out, which I think has been everything I've done has just been like, I'm going to do it. And then like, I just figure it out. So yes, yes. We talk about that. We've talked about that before about Harvard. Just like, I don't know. I'll just figure that shit out somehow. Whatever. Like, let's just start podcasts. And then we do that. And we figure, yeah. we're just figuring it out. I don't know. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, but yeah. it's so true. I mean, ha- like, and, and honestly, a lot of that probably comes with, in my opinion, also just time in general and not even age. I mean, clearly if somebody's older, they've had more time at life, but I mean like literally just time and whatever you're doing, whatever you've been working on. And then you start to like the more people you meet, I don't know if you probably feel the same way. Like the more people you meet, people you see doing things, things you witness, you start to realize that, that you, you can do what you want to do. And it, Mm -hmm. nobody else is like, better than you are even necessarily smarter than you. They're just, like you said, they just decided to do it. Yeah. I think that's like the main thing. I saw somebody recently, she was wanting to do like consulting for different, for like Etsy example. And that's like something else that I like coach people on is Etsy. Um, and you know, she doesn't have like any sales. She's not making money on Etsy. And I was like, you know, almost like what qualifies her to do that? And the answer is like, she's just doing it. She decided she's going to do that and she's just doing it. And like, good, good for her. And you know, like you're as qualified as you decide that you are. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But I love that. Well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we talked about that because I think that a lot of the people listening, especially people in your audience, actually, just in general, like that you need to hear things like that because it's, it's hard. You, and I don't know about you, but like where I come from, it's, a lot of it is like, if you don't have a whole lot of official fancy stuff going on, like a whole bunch of like, whether it's degrees and certifications and, and trainings and just tons of stuff under your belt and it'd be very like on paper, um, mm-hmm. then people would be like, eh, you know, yeah. but you, you realize that you don't always have, it doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> yeah. I think for Pinterest, for me, that was the thing that was like, I was getting so many people like asking me questions and finding my advice. like valuable. And like, they were like, Oh my God, that's, you know, something they've never heard before. Um, and I just, you know, the way that I became like an expert, I guess I would say is I listened to all the podcasts, read all the blogs, did like all the things and just tried and figured out like what worked for me. And then that's what now I just, I just tell people those things. (laughs) (laughs) You're passing along the information. You're, you're also fun and enjoyable to like, I don't, I think I've told you this before. Like you're, or maybe I haven't, you're uh, like, like your voice, like it sounds something about listening to you is like, has anybody ever told you that before? It's kind of almost, it's almost soothing. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but that helps. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Cause I think that's another thing is like just doing podcasts and Instagram stories and stuff. It's kind of getting over that. Like, Oh my God, I hate my voice thing, which yeah. I, I feel like I got over pretty quickly, but for some people that's like a, a barrier. And for me, like I, I don't love my voice, but I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I can't change it. So. <laughs> right. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like your voice. I like your voice. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, um, let let's let's talk I, I want to talk about Pinterest for the most yeah. part if that's okay <laughs> because um you guys I was just telling 
uh, Carly that I don't, I don't know a lot about Pinterest. It's not my thing. Um, I've never, um, really ventured into it. In fact, not even a long time ago, like as a hobby, um, because I know it's different now. You like the way that you use it and people using it for business. But back in the day when people wanted to just like get crafty ideas and recipes and stuff. I don't care about those things. So I did not participate. So I didn't even learn it as a hobby, as anything. I'm clueless. So please, I want you to... First, if you don't mind explaining how you've used Pinterest with your business, with with invitations, and kind of just give us an idea of why. Why do you use it for that? And what has it done for your business? Yeah. So... As somebody who is crafty and like, I don't know, I've I've been using Pinterest since it became a thing back in, I don't know, a long time ago. And so when I started selling wedding invitations, I thought I'm just going to like put them on Pinterest and like see what happens. I really had no strategy. I didn't have a business account. I just was like, here's some pictures and I put them on Pinterest. Um, and one of them went viral. And so that was like pure luck. Like now I have pins go viral because I have like a strategy and I know what I'm doing. But literally it was like, here's one picture that I shared one time. And I went, it went from like zero to, I went to work one day and had like dozens of messages and emails because I went to Pinterest and saw that one of my pins had like literally a million impressions in 30 days, which is insane. Sounds insane. That's amazing. So So that's like at the beginning kind of of your business? This was 2000. This was uh, fall 2016. So 2017 was the year that I hit my first six figure year um, solely because I think of, of Pinterest. I like credit a lot to that. Wow. So, okay. So, um, with or without strategy, either way, because literally when I say I know nothing about it, I don't know anything about it. So you, um, you put the photos on there, but like for anybody else that doesn't know, is there a way, like if somebody clicks on that, then it takes them to your website. Is that the deal or no? Okay. Yeah. So when you click on it, it'll like bring up the picture and if you click again, it will go through to your website. So people, I had it linked to my Etsy shop. So that's kind of what like kicked off my Etsy shop is I was suddenly getting a ton of traffic from Pinterest to my Etsy shop. And the way that Etsy works, um, just real quick, can I explain that? Yes, please. Because I don't know that either. Yes, please tell us. Yeah. So like, like anything, there's an algorithm. And so like the more people that are there and seeing your stuff, it's telling Etsy that people like it. And so to get on like the first page and show up in more results on Etsy, it helps to have like a traffic driver from like Pinterest. So I was getting all this traffic from Pinterest. And so that was helping me on Etsy. So like they work together, like Pinterest and Etsy work together amazingly, which is, those are the two platforms that I um, spend almost all my time on. I'm like getting into Instagram and like, you've been helpful with that. But the thing that I'm actually seeing all of my money from is Pinterest and Etsy. Wow. That is amazing. So, okay. Wow. I, I can't even believe it was like a million and that that's, that's wild. Okay. Okay. And so then was it just kind of like most things whenever you own your business where like to, to get to the point where you had a strategy, you just, it was just kind of like what trial and error. Did you it take a little while to learn what you should and shouldn't be doing and all that? 
Yeah. So I got, I mean, I got insanely lucky. I'll be honest. And I like recognize that with that first pen. But since then, when I was like, holy shit, now I can like use this. Um, I made it a habit to like pin stuff regularly and make pins and, and um, just create a strategy around that so I could continue doing this over time and not just have it be like that one lucky shot. And so I just kind of started researching Pinterest and figuring out how I could do that again, I guess. And that's kind of how I be like fell into being a Pinterest expert is I just Googled everything there was to know about Pinterest and um, slowly implemented it over time. And I tried a bunch of different things and um, eventually figured out like, okay, what doesn't work? What does work? What's like, there's a lot of advice out there that is like against the rules that people will do. Um, and so kind of sifting through all of that and figuring out like, okay, what, what works, what doesn't work. So yeah, I mean, it was just that one lucky chance, but it, I mean, anybody can do it. Like you can get a pen to go viral, like relatively easily. All right. That's exciting. I need to learn how to do that. (laughs) But okay. Speaking of that, well, not, not viral, but of somebody new using it or anybody, I mean, I guess anybody can figure out a way to use a great platform or website. Wait, it's really like a search engine. Yeah. Kinda. Like, yeah. like how YouTube is really more of a search. Okay. Well, either way, anybody, probably any kind of business, you could figure out a way to use it to your advantage, I'm sure. But if you, if you would give me an idea of the types of businesses that would be definitely ideal. Like if you, if they aren't using it, it's like, holy crap, you have got to start using it. Cause it's perfect for you. I mean, like, honestly, I'm biased, but like I, any business, like I, I can't think of a single business that like couldn't benefit from using Pinterest because like you said, it is 100% a search engine. A lot of people lump it with social media, which from a consumer standpoint, it is considered social media, I guess, but people aren't getting on there to connect with their friends. They're getting on there to search for things. Like that is literally the entire intent of, of Pinterest is to search for things. And so when they're searching for things, they're, they're buying things. Like I think it's like 93% of people that get on Pinterest, um, Ooh, I should get, I should know that like purchase, like have the intent or end up purchasing from Pinterest. Wow. So it's like people are buying from Pinterest. People are using it to get ideas. Um, and so even if it's an idea for something DIY, well, if they share it, then like it'll eventually get into the hands of somebody who like does want to buy what you're selling. So I've, um, I mean, I could, I could, you could give me any business. I could tell you why it would be good on Pinterest. I've talked to country clubs about like how they could use it for Pinterest. And I feel like if they can use it, like anybody can, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good point. If country club could use it, <laughs> that's impressive. Okay. So, okay. So it, it's pretty obvious if you think about using Pinterest for a product, like what you make, of course, like if you, if you're literally making a physical product, especially when it photographs so well, like your invitations do you guys, if you haven't seen, you'll see, we're going to get all of Carly's, um, information at the end so y'all can go find her. But um, they really are beautiful and they photograph really well. And so clearly that's nice. And if anybody makes anything, of course, it photograph it and so on and so forth. But I mean, I'm kind of I'm putting you on the spot here, but like, what if it's a, it's a service-based business say? It doesn't, I don't care which kind, but you don't mm-hmm. have pretty pictures of pretty things um, to attract someone to your pens. Do you have any suggestions on that? Yeah. So it's still great for like service-based businesses and like coaching, or if you have a blog, like that is 100% what Pinterest is made for. Honestly, if you have a blog, like 
you need to be using Pinterest because that's like, how else are you going to get people to your website? I guess is my question. <laughs> like, it's of course, hard. You can share. it's very, very hard. Cause and it, sorry, we're not all coming up on the first page, page of Google. It's not happening. <laughs> no. And so people are like, there's a large percentage of people who use Pinterest as like a search engine. So for a lot of things, if I'm looking for recipes, if I'm looking for like how to do certain things, um, that's kind of specific. Cause if it's like business, I might look on Google, but if it's, I don't know, like makeup, like, Oh, I go to Pinterest, like that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm searching for on Pinterest and so are other people. And you can also, when you're on there, you can select like what you like. So if you like makeup or travel or whatever, and then you'll just see pins that are similar pins that are trending pins that are going viral. Um, and that's how you get people to your website. So you don't have to have pretty pictures. I mean, obviously it is a picture platform. So like pictures are important, but you can make those things on Canva or in InDesign or whatever platform. Okay, program that was using. my, that was the next thing I was going to ask you. So it, it, do you feel, do you have an opinion on, um, cause I know it can kind of make a difference on, on actual social media platforms as to what kind of images are used on which ones and blah, blah, blah. So, but on Pinterest, do you feel like it's better or worse if it's something that somebody did go say on Canva and just create literally just like five steps to do this, <laughs> but it's not a photograph. Do you think it matters necessarily? No. So for blogs, I think it's great to just have like the big text with like what people are looking for. Um, that's what a lot of what I do for Toucan with, with that business. I don't have a product. Um, I mean, I have eBooks, but like I'm trying to get right. my, I'm trying to grow my email list, that kind of stuff. And so I make pens just like I'll use stock photos and like put um, text over it or I'll just do solid colors. I have, I try a bunch of different things and just kind of see what works, but Pinterest can actually read the text on your image. So like, if you have a title like that, like how to, I don't know, pack a suitcase, there's a suitcase. Really? Right <laughs> yeah. I didn't so then, know this. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. So it reads the, so it can tell what the, the image text actually is. Mm-hmm. And then you have the choice to also put like in the title and then there's like a description as well. So there's a lot of opportunities for it to, um, get found in SEO. Like it's, you have a bunch of different places where you can put those keywords to help you show searches. Are key, like to me, keywords have always been a tricky, they've always been tricky because it sounds like it would be obvious, but I don't know. I've always fa- found it to be a bit tricky with whenever I try to find keywords. I mean, do you have any like do you have any tips on using, you know, the the best keywords you can or like how to come up with them for your pins? Yeah, so for anything, <sighs> I would just recommend searching for things. So if you're like for me, if I'm selling wedding invitations, I'll type in wedding invitations at the top like in the search bar and then you'll see all those little boxes show up and those are what people are searching for. So it might be colors, it might be rustic, it might be whatever it is. Um, but using that, and then also like when you type in, like if you just start, start typing a phrase, mm-hmm. it'll usually like, you know, autofill things in. Like those are things that people are searching for. And so those are the keywords that you want to use. Okay, great. That's good to know. I mean, I know it sounds simple and obvious, especially especially to you or anybody that, that uses it a lot, but that's, that's really, really valuable information because if you're not getting found, <laughs> then all of this doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> right. And I think it's easy to like, think, you know, what keywords are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's easy to be like, Oh, this is what people are searching for. And then like, 
you don't get traffic and you're like, oh wait, that's because nobody's searching for that or everybody spells things wrong, whatever. So, I mean, there's all sorts of, all sorts of ways to find keywords. Okay. But yeah. Searching for them is just like what I would, what I would start with or like ask a friend, like, what would you, if you were looking for wedding invitations, what would you search for? And then use those. And then go for it. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause no, you're right. Like I've, I've had some bad experiences, just a, not Pinterest, like all kinds of things with keywords. And I just, um, you think, like you said, you just think like, surely these are the keywords <laughs> and you're probably wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, okay. I understand. I got, I've got the overall feel for any kind of business can use Pinterest it's a search engine. You're, you're literally for, for all the beginners out there, you are just, um, you are just taking an image of any sort, whether it's an actual photograph or it's something you created or whatever, and you're uploading it, putting it on Pinterest, putting in keywords and so on and so forth. But you're including a link to your website, of course, to where they can Mm -hmm. buy or reach you or whatever they got to do. And then is that pretty much the gist of <laughs> the, yeah. the Pinterest cycle? Okay. Yeah. And then you said it works so well with Etsy. So um, is it, it, do you feel like that's intentional? Like, are they made like that? Or do you just think that they just happen to be so great for each other because of the, you know, the nature of each of them? Um, I don't think they're necessarily made that way, but I think it's just, it's just kind of how they are. So like, I think that there's a lot of crossover audience there. People that are using Pinterest are also using Etsy and vice versa. So like, that's why my stuff showing up on Etsy, like on Pinterest, cause I'm using Etsy and I'm sharing them. And so there's just that, but I mean, honestly, anything shows up on Pinterest. I don't know. I think just, I, it's mostly just like, you'll do better on Etsy if you can get that traffic there and like Pinterest is just a great place to start for that because it's hard to show up in Google. It's hard to get people to click through your Instagram profile where, you know, if you, if you're on a platform like Pinterest, the entire thing is like just getting people to click through. And even if they don't buy something, it's still telling Etsy like, wow, people like this product and then it's going to help you on Etsy. So I don't know if they were made that way or intended to be that way, but like they work so beautifully together. Wow. Okay. So especially you guys, anybody out there that has an Etsy shop, you've got to listen up. Of course, everybody we know should be on Pinterest and I'm going to just have to do it myself. I will finally do it myself. I think back in the day, I tried to make some Pinterest board about travel. I'm not really sure. (laughs) It's bad. It was probably bad. Um, But yeah, no, I will make it a point to add that to my to-do list because I would love to take advantage of it and also just learn in general. I think it's so fascinating. And I love that you said it's fairly easy if you know the strategy to go viral. Like that, that blows my mind. And I know that going viral does not solve all of our problems. Everyone, FYI, yeah, <laughs> it does not solve oh. you all your business problems, but it's fascinating. More problems than anything I would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention, this is a note I have. So your business was mentioned in Martha Stewart Weddings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, okay. So to somebody that, that hasn't happened to yet, tell us about it and like how, you know, how that even happens to a small business owner. Honestly, I don't know. Like I, <laughs> I will say, and then I also just did programs for Vanessa Morgan's uh, wedding. She's, I don't know. She's famous. She's on Riverdale. 
Um, and I feel like both of those just like fell in my lap. I have, I did absolutely nothing to deserve either of those things. Um, yes, I you did. You've worked hard. You deserve it just as much as anybody else. But I, a lot of people like work really hard to get in Martha Stewart. And I just like got an email one day that was like, you were featured in Martha Stewart. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so it was a total and complete surprise. And everybody else worked so much harder than I did for that. I don't know. I was just working with planners, working with the right people. I would say like the downside to that, or like, it's definitely seems like a bigger deal than it is. Like, it's amazing that I was featured and that's like always been a goal of mine. But the reality is that like, that's not getting me a ton of new leads. Like I don't just have thousands of new clients now. Um, it's they're, they're posting hundreds of things a day. So like it's, it immediately got lost in the shuffle. So like, it's a great thing to add to my website and like something that I'm, I'm proud to be a part of, but you know, I think there's a lot more hype with it than, than you think. Like it's right. like, it's gone over and passed and I really have nothing to show for it except a badge. So, <laughs> well, isn't it amazing though, too, that like, while of course it's an honor and it is amazing and it's something to be proud of, um, that you, that, like you said, it's a huge name. Martha Stewart's name is attached to that, you know, recognition or whatever. Yet, like you said, it's not getting you thousands of leads or customers or whatever, but Pinterest is, you know, isn't that amazing that how that works? Yeah. And so I, I definitely am using that, like Martha Stewart badge and that yes. on Pinterest, because I think that's going to like qualify me even more to people on Pinterest, but absolutely. Like at the end of the day, the things that are bringing me money are Pinterest and Etsy. And it's really, there are different avenues of my business. Like I love using Instagram to connect with people and that's more of um, like my coaching side and just like having those relationships, but I'm not necessarily getting wedding invitation clients from there. I'm getting wedding invitation clients. Like I would say 50% from Pinterest, 50% from Etsy. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So can you give me some examples of, again, putting you on the spot, um, like, like maybe common mistakes when it comes to to Pinterest that we can avoid? Literally, as soon as we're done with this, I'm recording an episode that's the common mistakes on Pinterest. So these are like fresh in my mind. Fresh in your mind. Well, you don't have to share every detail. Leave some for, for your show, but like maybe, you know, just a couple. Yeah. I would say one of the biggest things I see is not having a business account. So you have so much more, um, you've a much bigger advantage if you have a business account. So you have a lot more I don't, I, I think that they favor business accounts because they're the ones that are like, they're going to be paying for ads. But also I do think it's against the rules to share your business stuff if you don't have a business account. So it's really easy. Like you just go up to the top corner and click like, I don't know, the button. And then it says yeah. like, convert to business. And then once you do it, like you can't go back. So <laughs> it's really easy to do. Um, and once, once you're a business, like you have all the analytics that are really important that can help you you know, continue to grow on, on Pinterest. You can see what's working, what's not working. And that's really like the key to success. I would say on Pinterest is kind of just every once in a while evaluating like what pins are actually getting you views and then make more of those pins that are actually getting you views. Because what I see a lot of is people, um, maybe they use Canva and they use one template forever for everything. And like, if that one template's not getting you any views, changing the titles, not going to get you any views either, you know? Right. So, so, um, using those analytics that you get with the business account is, is huge. And then you can run ads, which are great. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Um, that's a whole other conversation, but, um, okay. So one main mistake would be not, not converting to a business account. Yeah. Okay. So what's one, just one other that stands out to you? Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see. I would say, I mean, kind of what I said was just like assuming that it's going to keep working. Like just because you have one pin that takes off, like you can't just keep pinning the same like type of thing. So, okay. You make one template. It works one time. It's not going to work forever. If you make one template and it doesn't work, like it's not going to suddenly start working. So like just constantly reevaluating your strategy and your designs and your pins. My, I love Canva. I know you love Canva. The only downside I would say to, to using Canva templates is that like, if you don't change it that much, then your pins are going to look like everybody else's. And the point is to kind of stand out on there. So you can make amazing stuff on Canva. Um, I personally don't really use it that much, so I'm not super familiar with it, but you just want to make sure that you're, you're changing it enough to be different than everything else. Right. Okay. Since it is, I mean, it's fully visual. So if all of the pins look the same, you want to have the one that's going to look different. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, um, something that I think would be helpful to know, or at least maybe some words of encouragement would be like, what if somebody's, um, scared to take this on because it seems like a lot of work, right. To create pins and like you, I mean, you know, whether you have a blog or you're making things or whatever you're doing, right. This is a whole other process. So, um, do you have any words of encouragement or maybe it's not as bad as I think (laughs) Or, or something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you get what you put into it. So, I mean, I did get lucky. That's why I would say if you have, if you're selling products and you have pictures on your website, like go ahead and pin all of those and just pin them. Um, I would say for like your, your podcast, like everything, Oh, pin from Instagram. Like that's easy. You already have these pictures, just put them on Pinterest as well. And that'll help get you traffic. So you can make it easy for just like getting started and kind of kind of feeling it out. Um, it can be a lot of work. It is the main part of my strategy. And because I get <coughs> tens of thousands of dollars from Pinterest, I do spend a little bit more time than like the average person. So I am making a lot of templates, but that's, what's great about templates is like, once you make them, you can just like drop pictures in or change the colors, you know, to like fit what it is. Um, I think like it, it can be a lot and a lot of it is just consistency as it is with anything. So there's an app for that. It's called Tailwind and it literally just like schedules everything for you. So unlike Instagram, which you can correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I like don't know that much about Instagram, but to my knowledge, like they want you to be engaging and consistency and all those other things where Pinterest, the consistency is a little bit different. It's like you don't have to engage. It just, you just have to be pinning and there's something that does that for you and tailwind it just, you put them in there and it will pin for you. So like, I actually don't get on Pinterest like ever. (laughs) Um, so I have my Pinterest scheduled out as much as like six months at a time. And that's still continuing to like bring me leads and bring me views and traffic. And I don't really have to do anything. So I'll do like, I'll batch work days and do like, okay, this whole day is Pinterest and I'll schedule hundreds of pins and then I just leave it for like three months. 
That's amazing. Well, that's such a good point too. I'm, I'm glad you brought, <clears throat> excuse me, brought that up about the engagement and the different types of things that are suggestive, suggestive for different things, because you're right. I mean, and that's another, another example that proves it's not social media. Pinterest is not. Um, because yeah, I mean, social media is absolutely amazing for so many things clearly, but at least right now in January, 2020, you are rewarded for being social. You really right. are. And that is not easy because it also matters how genuine you are. I mean, good Lord, like we all just need to schedule out some time to make genuine comments, you know, and, and it's true and it's not easy to do that and <clears throat> to come up with things to say and to set aside the time. So I love that that's not a thing with Pinterest and that you've got this tailwind thing happening automatically for you. <clears throat> that is amazing. So is that what like, do you, so is that, is that kind of what you're with your ebook? Can you kind of explain, you know, why somebody would want to buy that? Do you, do you have like kind of different steps of what you should follow and how to do all these things in there? Yeah. I mean, I basically, it's 60 pages of like everything <laughs> I've ever learned about Pinterest, including what works and what doesn't work. Um, it goes through all sorts of stuff. And then there's three chapters on Tailwind because that is kind of like a whole, a whole other part of it. I mean, there is a learning curve with that a little bit, but um, I would say like, I don't know, the ebook goes in order. So it's like, okay, start with these five things. And then once you have that, like it goes through my entire strategy of how I use Pinterest um, and how I make money off Pinterest. But I think like Instagram, like with anything, it's the consistency And so even if you're pinning like not your own products, if you're just like get on there and like pin something every day, it takes (coughs) four seconds, like no time at all. Um, That will just help tell Pinterest that like you're active and you want to be an active user. So being an active user, just like pinning, whether it's from an app or manually um, is one of the like more important things. So, I mean, that's how the algorithm works to my knowledge is just being, being active and being alive on there. So, I mean, you can't expect to like be a success overnight. You might not pin something today and then like have a million dollars tomorrow, but it's that like momentum and just the consistency of actually pinning. Right. Which you can totally get under control by using the tailwind app that you're talking about. And you can kind of have your own little process it seems so okay so but speaking of the ebook by the way everybody i bought that book and i have not read it yet (laughs) i started a podcast i didn't read the book (laughs) i need to do it um so if somebody wants to get it how do they get it um you can go to toucanco.com slash ebooks i believe (laughs) toucan you guys is t-w-o-c-a-n right yeah toucanco.com slash or maybe slash shop. Actually, I think both of those are things. Shop or ebooks. <laughs> and it'll be there. Um, it's also like on the homepage of my website too. So, but yeah, those are, that's where it is. But I also have um, several free resources that I think are good for people like just starting out. So I have, uh, which might be good for you if you don't have, like, do you have a Pinterest account yet? Eh, no, because it's, because <laughs> it's old. Like I don't have for my actual current business or anything now, I don't have anything current. Okay. So I have a, like a five day course that's free. It's just an email course. You get an email a day. That's like how to start a business account and just kind of like the basics of like, what is a board? And I don't know. There's yeah. more than that. Um, there's that. And then I also have like a five day challenge, which is kind of like, 
the next level. So it's once you kind of have a little bit of an understanding about, okay, I have a business account. I understand how to pin something um, a little bit more like strategy and some like easy things you can do to start building your momentum. Okay, cool. So how do I get those? (laughs) Or how do I sign (laughs) up for those? Um, The Pinterest course is linked from my homepage. I think it's toucanco.com slash Pinterest course. Mm. I think it's all that is. Pinterest dash course um, linked on my homepage. And then, you know, I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm not sure where the challenge is. It might be challenge slash challenge. Either way though, we can find these things, right? If we go to toucanco.com, we'll we'll figure the shit out. It's fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're smart people. We got it. Okay. Okay. Before we're done talking, um, first of all, did we leave anything out that would be good for a beginner or somebody that's kind of clueless on all of this? I feel like we covered a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. I don't want to scare everybody, but once you get used, it's like anything, once you get used to it, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I would just say like start an account and like get comfortable with it and like just pin, if you don't want to pay for Tailwind, like Tailwind is a paid thing, but I, I think it's, God, I should know these things like 10, 10, 10 bucks a month, 10 or 15 bucks, but they have like a yearly thing. I have a 20% off coupon as well. Um, but they also have a hundred free pins. So if you just want to try it for free, it's no time. There's no time limit. You could use those for a year and just kind of get used to using it and like pinning it and get comfortable. Um, that's a good place to start is just like to get on there and figure it out. I find Pinterest incredibly fun. Like I learn things on Pinterest like all the time. It's where I get like 100% of my recipes. <laughs> so I'm just on there for like my personal life. And I feel like really lucky that that's like also a big part of my business because I freaking love it, which is probably how you feel about Instagram. Yeah, but or yeah, or about all of it. I'm like, this is work. This is hilarious. I mean, do you, yeah. does anybody realize I just kind of got paid to dance on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I totally understand. <clears throat> okay, so good, good, good. So we've got toucanco.com where everybody can go and find the 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 all the goods, all the stuff, and um, also you're saying that Tailwind has the free trial thing. So that's yeah. good. that's good to know, and that's a hundred pins. Like you, yeah, like you said, that could last a while if you're really trying to just learn. Say, yeah, do one a day. That's like you know over three months, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, now before we're done, though, I want to talk also about this whole coaching thing. Is that okay? Like, what what's the deal? <laughs> and give us an overview because um, because I'm looking at my notes here. It's magnetic coach mm-hmm. is what you are. Can you tell us what the hell that means, please? Yep. And how, um, what, what's it, what's it for? Who's it for? Yeah. So the magnetic coach is just like a program that I went through and I wasn't entirely sure that I wanted to be a coach when I started it. Um, I thought for sure I was never going to use the hypnosis part of it. I was like, screw this, but whatever. Like, that, that, sounds, actually, that sounds a little crazy. Like I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then I started it and that was hands down my favorite part. I loved it so much. Um, and I learned, I learned so much about that. So, um, the reason I, I started doing it really was for the NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And it's really just like mindset work. So I thought it would be good for me personally to like have a better understanding of how our minds work. And, um, honestly, like selfishly, I just thought it would be good for sales, <laughs> which is like, you know, like writing copy and all those other things. But then I did the whole like program and I was like, okay, 
I actually think I might be a decent coach. Um, and I'm already, you know, helping people with Pinterest and I'm doing Pinterest consulting and I'm having people ask like, okay, what's like, what's next? Like, what else can I learn from you? So I think, um, coaching just like naturally fell into my lap. So I'm taking on coaching clients now and we do like everything from like business consulting, kind of like getting your business, like in order to like hypnosis or whatever, whatever else. There's a lot of things I see with business owners is just like mindset blocks. Like, Oh, I'll never be able to make a hundred thousand dollars or I have to work more hours or just a lot of things that like the stories that we tell ourselves or the things that we see online. And so my job is to like help you break those down and reach your goals like really easily. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so like say with a client, like for that kind of thing mindset and all that jazz, you, um, what do you, I mean, just in general, how does it work? Like does somebody, um, do you guys have video chats and scheduled? Do you have things and then do they have things they have to go do or, you know, give me an idea of how it even works or what, what someone could expect if they decided to try that out with you. Yeah. So every client is very different. So like one of the clients that I'm working with right now, we might not do very much of the like mindset work cause she's, she's solid, but like maybe her business is a little bit like all over the place. She just went full time. Um, and so it's more just like, I need help like structuring, like actually structuring my business. And so that's what we're going to work, work on with her. Whereas somebody else might come to me and say like, you know, I'm just, they have a lot of blocks. They are in their own head. They, you know, can't seem to get to that next level because like they're standing in their own way. Um, and so, yeah, we do like video chats. I have three different packages. So there's like a two month, no, is there? Yeah. Two month, three month, six month. Um, and so we just work together like every week or every other week and work through whatever it is they need to work through. So it just, it just depends on every single person because like no client is going to be different. And this definitely is not like, I didn't want this to be like a one, like one size fits all program. So like everybody doesn't have the same homework. Like I sent one girl homework and was like, here, figure out all your profit margins. Like you need to figure out where your money's coming. You know, that was more money set where other people, it might be like intentional journaling to like get to the bottom of, you know, your problems or, you know, right. Lots of, lots of different things, but it's definitely not like a one size fits all program. Okay. Okay, cool. That is so exciting. Are you, are, are you loving that? Yeah, I am. That's amazing. It's been, it's been, I don't know. It's been wild. It just all happened so quickly. And I like just started actually taking on clients. Um, I've kind of been like working with people, but not, I don't know. I just decided 2020, I'm just going to dive head first and yeah. figure it out. And I'm, that's what I'm doing. So it's been, but I do love um, working with clients and I love like helping people with business. And of course there's like that little bit like, Oh, I've never done this before. Like, what if I don't know the answers? And then I start on it and it's like, it's just, it comes easily to me. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to like help more people get to that like next level where they want to be in business. It's speaking of going to the next level or higher levels. I want you to, you and I have talked about this before, maybe also on your podcast and outside of that with messages or whatever, but, um, because FYI, everybody, we didn't mention this, but Carly and I are like Instagram friends and we both love wine. And sometimes we may or may not message each other at night when we're drinking wine with ideas. 
Anyway, something we have talked about though that I love, and I would love for you to say this on this show, is about money. Mm-hmm. It's about how a lot of times, um, probably a lot of women, but also just in general, it's like maybe we shouldn't talk about how we just really want to make a whole shitload of money. Mm-hmm. But you and I have talked about how that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you just kind of just, just speak on that for just a few seconds, if you don't mind? Yeah, I think that's a lot of also like the mindset thing. And that's something that like I've had to overcome was, you know, I used to feel greedy saying like, I want to make a million dollars or, and that was just like, I don't, maybe somebody listening to this is like, oh yeah, I feel like that's too much money. Or somebody else is like, why would you feel bad about that? Like it's a hundred percent, like just a mindset shift. Um, And so I worked with a coach to get over that like fear and guilt around making money. Um, And that's basically what I do now. So yeah, I think if you want to make money, like there's no shame around that. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with trying to make a million dollars, which is my goal this year. Am I going to hit that? Maybe not, but like, that's my goal always. And instead of changing the goal, I'm just changing my actions to reach the goal. Instead of saying like, Oh, my goal is a million dollars in five years. My goal is a million dollars this year. And I'm changing my business structure to like reach that goal instead of changing the goal to meet my business structure. Ah, yes. I like that. Well, I think it needs to be talked about more too. I mean, I've always thought that way. Um, And I was so happy. It was so refreshing to hear you think that way now as well. Just that like, there's nothing to be, I don't know why it's, it's, demonized, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, do great things with your money. If that makes you feel less guilty, whatever, but it's okay to make a crap load of money, um, work hard for it. And, 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 and just why not? Why does it have to be like, that could never happen to me? Yeah. Or like one or the other, like you don't have to choose being happy or having a lot of money. Like you can have both. (laughs) Yay. Yes. I like it. (laughs) And I think that like when I have a lot more money, like I don't really tie happiness and money together, but I think that I'll be able to do more things that will like serve more people when I have more money. Like the things that I'm working on, I need money to do. Like if I want to build like this big ass company, which I'm trying to do, like you can't do that for free. Like I need money to do that. And so I don't feel bad about making money because that's going to make help me make products and services that will help other people make money and so on. So, right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm with you. I agree completely. I love it so much. Thank you so much. Okay. So I will let you go, but before I do, please, please, please tell everybody where to find you. Um, of course to connect with you on social, just so that they can follow along in your journey. Please also tell them we've already told them to canco.com for some resources, but also tell, tell everybody how they can find your invitations as well, just in case. Yeah. So, um, I'm on Instagram at, at Carly Zerker and my name is spelled C-A-R-L-E-Y-Z-U-E-R-C-H-E-R. Um, and that, that's where I share like everything I share, you know, my, my coaching, my invitations, it's all there. Um, I'm on the internet and Etsy at CZ invitations, just, my initials like C Z, um, and then invitations. So you can Google me, <laughs> you'll find me. Um, and then both my Pinterests are slash C Z invitations and then slash Tucanco. And I mean, I guess if that's kind of a good place to start, if people want to see like what I'm doing, you can look at it on there and see like what kind of boards I have. Um, 
you know, what it kind of looks like. There's nothing like intellectual about my boards. So you can look at them and copy them. Or I mean, if you're doing invitations, you can copy them. Otherwise they won't really be relevant. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, just like looking at, I think it's, I think it's helpful to like see what other people are doing and um, feel free to cheat and look at mine and get an idea of, of what that's like. Okay. Awesome. Well then, but oh, also the, um, the podcast remind everybody oh, yeah. what it's called that comes out weekly. Yes. Yes. On Mondays, it's called the tipsy business podcast that also has an Instagram, but I'm working on that. Um, but yeah, it's on, on all of the, I think it's on all the stuff I'm on iTunes and Spotify. Are there others? I don't know. <laughs> As we're here on a podcast, there are others, <laughs> but I, I don't know if I'm on them, but I, but probably those, two, those are two big dogs though. So yeah, <laughs> I think honestly, like that's part that like my husband's in charge of since we're business owners, like those are the things that I'm like, just not really interested in. And I was like, here, you do those. So, um, I know I'm on those I can't two. get my husband to help me with my podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think we're maybe on like SoundCloud also. I don't know. Probably just, so. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. But so I, the Tipsy yeah. Business Podcast comes out every single Monday. Um, and find Carly Zerker on social media, on, on Instagram, but also, of course, on Pinterest. Um, CZ Imitations. We'll put all the links everywhere to tell you everything so you don't have to remember all of that. Um, thank you so much, Carly, for taking the time to talk to me. Yes. Thank you for having me. I always love talking about Pinterest. All right, babe. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Okay, how great was that interview with Carly? I absolutely love her. She is smart and talented and funny and fun and all the things. And I highly recommend you go and listen to her podcast, the Tipsy Business Podcast, and find her on social media. Um, She is just really, really somebody that you want to be connected with. Trust me. Um, All right, so uh, we're about to close up this episode, but not before we do this week's social spotlight. All right, this week's social spotlight is actually something a little different than what I've been doing. We got to shake things up, right? So I've been doing social spotlights for Instagram mostly, but today I'm going to do a LinkedIn social spotlight. And it's actually someone who's been on the show before. So this week's social spotlight is Terry Schilling on LinkedIn specifically because I feel like he's a great example of what everybody should be doing on LinkedIn right now. You've probably heard me talk about LinkedIn and how I think it's really important to hop on board right now and um, get in there while the getting's good. It's just a, it's a really friendly algorithm. It's not super congested like, like uh, Facebook and Instagram can be. And the people that are using LinkedIn right now are just really intentional. They're there to learn. They're there to share. They're there to collaborate, do business with people. It's just a really, really good place to be right now. And I am telling you about Terry because, like I said, he's a great example of what you should be doing on LinkedIn. So you may remember a few episodes ago, Terry was the guest. He is a uh, freelance website copywriter and a brand story specialist. And he told us how to write um, great social media captions in that episode. And it was such good stuff. You guys loved that episode. It was a huge hit. It was one of the most listened to episodes we've ever had. And, um, Terry just shared so much value and he's doing great on LinkedIn as well. So if what you'll, what you'll do to find him, you'll go to LinkedIn, you'll log in and you're just going to look him up. Terry, it's T-E-R-R-Y. 
His last name Schilling is S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N-G. Okay. And you're going to notice when you look at his posts that he is doing, well, he's doing the smart stuff right now. So right now what's working really well on LinkedIn is sharing video, particularly where you have the caption, the, the, it's transcribed, you know, the captions where if someone needs to read it and not listen to it at full volume, um, they can. He's definitely doing that. He teams up with this other fellow for the for their copywriting tips, but he also does lots of his own videos. He's also sharing plenty of text-only posts. And believe it or not, text-only is still alive and well. And it's alive and well on LinkedIn especially because it's just good information. If somebody just wants to read some quick information that you are sharing, they can read it right there. Text-only, no cutesy pictures required. And that's what Terry is doing as well. He is sharing uh, writing tips in these text-only posts and, um, and he's using appropriate hashtags and it's just a really smart way to be. So I would highly recommend you go find Terry Schilling on LinkedIn, check him out, see how he's doing things, connect with him, um, start engaging with him and with others on LinkedIn. I'm telling you, you will not be sorry. Okay. That's it for today's episode. You guys, I, um, I really loved this one and I really appreciate you listening. I hope you got a lot of great value out of this and you know you can count on lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of more great episodes of the Social Sunshine Podcast coming up. Uh, Don't forget to join my email list so that you can get your um, how to create a personal brand guide for free. You're going to get it immediately when you join my email list. So you're going to go to brittanycrossin.com slash join dash email. Or just go to brittanycrossin.com and click on join email in the menu, you know, message me on Instagram if you forget, whatever. (laughs) But you want to get that free guide, how to create your personal brand, get it now while I've got it available. And then you're going to get an email from me every week with lots of good information. So, all right, that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening today, you guys. I hope you'll have a great rest of your day and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.